everyone, and welcome to Chits and Chat. I am Kaz Gable. And I'm Alex Cruzy. And today we are going to review another ancient game. This one is, uh, I believe, was it a Roman? Is that what they were saying? Um, Something along those lines. Yes, played yes. by the Romans. And maybe uh, even a little bit before the ancient Greeks and Egyptians. So uh, this game quite made the rounds, and it was popular enough to, to be played in uh, by a lot of societies. And that is the game Ludus... <laughs> Here we go. Ludus Lentriculorum. No, okay, I can say that better. <laughs> Ludus Lentriculorum. No, I said it pretty right. Yeah, okay. that last one was good. Close enough. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it is... Uh, <laughs> I'm not, I wish I, I should have looked up what a Lentriculorum is. But uh, yes, this is Ludus Lentriculorum. It is a... It's, called, it's the game of the game. brigands. Ah, yes. Uh, or the robbers, I think I saw, too, is described. Um, it's an ancient game, two-player game of capture. You will probably f- uh, feel or recognize some, like, precursors of, like, chess and checkers and a few different other, game, other games. Even another ga- ancient game that we are probably going to review in the future, Nefetafel, was uh, apparently a later development of this game. But this is the OG that started it all. So, uh, yeah, <laughs> we're going to review this guy, check it out, see if it holds up. Our previous ancient game reviews have held up pretty well, so we'll see where this guy falls. But uh, let's learn how to play it, and then we'll talk more about it. Yes, let's let's learn how to play it. Uh, the, let's the learn. rules diverge greatly on this game. The Wikipedia page alone has five different ways to play the game. Uh, they, but they all kind of boil down to a similar thing. It's just in the the finer details or how in-depth you want to get uh, that changes things. The way we played, uh, if you care, is the uh, Museum (laughs) Quintana rules. Uh, In Germany, there's a museum uh, and the rules that they go by. uh, It's just basically two rules. Uh, Two players have 16 pieces, which are arranged in two rows facing each other, uh, and it's played on essentially a chessboard or checkerboard. And the goal is to capture all of the opponent's pieces. That's rule one. Uh, <laughs> rule two, uh, <laughs> the pieces more move orthogonally any unobstructed distance, so like a rook, uh, and a piece is captured when it is caught between two opposing pieces on adjacent squares in a rank or file. The captured piece is removed from the board, and victory uh, is by capturing more pieces than one's opponent or hemming in opponent's pieces so it is movement is impossible. So you're basically playing to get rid of all your opponent's pieces or get it so that your opponent cannot move anymore. Um, that That's pretty much it. The other versions add a couple of things, like uh, I know there are versions where it doesn't the Im- piece doesn't immediately get removed. Instead, it is locked and cannot be moved. On future turns, the opponent can use their turn to remove said piece. Uh, there are also ones where if someone blocks one of your pieces that is being used to lock an opponent, one of your pieces, uh, it will lock that piece and unlock your piece, making it slightly more complicated, keeping track of what's locked and what's not locked. Uh, You'd have to flip them over and things like that. Uh, There are rules where it says if you can capture something inside of a corner, it removes that from the corner. Uh, There are ones that say if you have to redo a move, if you continually waffle back and forth between the same move, like three times then you're forced to undo <coughs> a move they, they all kind of are some variation of that uh, but it's basically moving in straight lines capturing things between two pieces for the most part is is the the, the way it boils down 
Uh, and then there's a lot of questions about whether or not you can suicide, a la put one of your pieces in between two of your opponent's pieces and whether or not that kills you. Some say, yes, it does. Some say, no, it doesn't, as long as you purposefully do it. Uh, yeah. Uh, I think there are even ones that say you can jump over other pieces I've seen, but I I didn't even get that far into it. So that that's that's the basics of it. <laughs> I think it's the most up in the air I've been about the rules. Uh on any game. <laughs> yes, this is a, a deceptively, it's not complex, but there's like, I can see why it's so confusing on, on how many different ways to play this. And I don't even know what the main refer- historical reference is for this one. If there's like a tablet, because the, the, what was the last game we played? Um, uh, it was the, ancient the, one. the royal game of Ur. Yes, Ur, where they found the tablet that basically had the rules. I'm curious to see how they uh, yeah. developed the rules here. I'm, just, I'm assuming uh, either there was probably another tablet or some tapestry or something. Uh, it, it's probably one of those games where it has so many variations because as it was played throughout the years, it continually got variations. Uh, I didn't even mention the ones where there were a different amount of pieces on the board or there's one special <laughs> piece on the board that does special things. Uh, yeah, uh, I think the... Board Game Geek page shows one of those where it's like, oh, there's only, uh, let's see, that's uh, nine pieces, but one that ninth piece is a special piece that's out in front. It's, it's, there's a lot of stuff going on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's cool, though, to see, like, the precursor to so many, like, other ancient games, uh, you know, clearly this has feelings of, like, chess, um, definitely uh, checkers-ish, so just in board layout, and the base game that we played is kind of similar to that, except... You capture different ways. <clears throat> but, um, yeah, so I don't know. I wasn't a huge fan of this one. <laughs> I didn't – I don't think it held up. Um, I think the, the this game uh, – Ur just felt like a game that had been developed. Like, it really felt that – They had a lot of playtesters back in that ancient period. Yeah. The Romans did not care for playtesting. <laughs> right, right, exactly. Yeah, no, they did. And it did feel like that. Like there was a consensus of about the rule changes that should be done, and they finally, you know, used uh, input from uh, playtesters. It really did feel like a, a finished game that had been like developed. Like there were the rules were very simple, but not just kind of rudimentary and repetitive. And uh, there's, you know, there seems like there's a lot of strategy options built into this. This, this is first of all, I'm just not good at these types of games. Like I'm just terrible <laughs> at them. Um, I so quickly get impatient and then just make stupid moves. And so um, I, <laughs> I think I lost both times we played. Yes. I know I lost both times we played. Well, I did you, start. Having... I would say the first game you definitely lost. Lost. It got to a point where I think you had like maybe five pieces left, and it's like, all right, yeah, you've clearly lost. The second game. It's possible it could have swung back, but I think you were in such a defeatist <laughs> attitude by the time I removed so many pieces that you're like, no, this is going to end up just like last time. Screw this. We're done. <laughs> yeah, I, I did bail in the last the second leg of the game. I just feel like this, or at least may, maybe you're right. Maybe it could have miraculously brought it home. But I feel like the second game was definitely much more competitive. And there was a, um, you know, I, I did def- definitively lose it, but I did have... Fun. There was a strategy that I kind of developed in the second half of that game that I was enjoying playing with and seemed to be actually quite effective. And because initially I was just thinking like, ah, oh, this game is just you kind of like first one to make a mistake, you know, type of yeah. game. Kind of, you know, kind of like what chess is. It's just first one to make a mistake and then, oh, shoot, you you slipped up. Okay, if you make two, then there's going to be like if you can get only so far and then probably not bring it back because you're just outnumbered. But um, 
that was happening, but then I also kind of changed the strategy and started like using thinking of it more as a little army and making like a defensive like cordon uh, <laughs> in the middle of the board. And that I don't know, I had some su- success with that, and I started enjoying the game a little bit more just by f- finding that strategy. So I will say. There are little strategies in here that maybe aren't apparent at first blush, at least for me, in the way I, I like to play the game. Um, so I wasn't a huge fan of this one, but I did enjoy like discovering that. So um, my biggest complaint about the game is just it feels repetitive and it feels like it goes on way too long. Um, you know, and so that could be the skill of the players or the fact that um, I don't know. It just seems like. I'd enjoy playing, maybe checking out the version of this game where there is a unique piece that does something different. So there's always kind of like an odd, uh, a wild card or an odd variable that sort of changes up the, the, the sameness of it. But um, but yeah, I don't know. I'm excited to play in our future some of the uh, games that developed after this game. But what were your thoughts about it? Um, I was all right with it. It definitely isn't. I'm, I'm not going to be going out and making my own set of this game at any any point in time. Uh, I right. probably liked it maybe a smidge more than you did. That maybe because I won the games that we played. <laughs> um, but secretly enjoy I, beating me at these games that I'm terrible at. <laughs> I got to be honest. I did not enjoy beating you. I just enjoyed winning. I didn't enjoy beating you. Uh, that had nothing to do with it. It was just like okay, I. I I'm reasonably good at it. I think definitely if I played against someone who's played this a lot, I easily would have lost. Um, I can definitely say I could feel when the game was swinging one way or another. Uh, Usually in the beginning of the game, I had a clear advantage. But when you said, yeah, you kind of change your tack, I could feel that. I could sense it. And I could see that, oh, yeah, I'm getting kind of hemmed in a little bit by his little, you know, crowding strategy that he's using here. And it took me a, a pretty long ways uh, to figure out how to subvert that or possibly maybe maybe it was something that less that I subverted and more that it got to a point where you're like I can't stand this any longer I've got to do something because <laughs> this is irritating the heck out of me which is totally possible uh, but you know I thought it was okay uh, there were definitely other games that I like better whether I like chess better oof. Uh, I'm not certain I think they're almost on equal footing, which I'm sure most people who play chess will have me uh, crucified for that, much like the Romans would do. Um, but yeah, I'd rather play Hive, let's put it that way, uh, which you also hate, uh, which is a very... <laughs> I don't hate it nearly as much as this, this game. Okay. <laughs> I'm just terrible at Hive. I, I do respect Hive as a game. I'm just so bad at it. Yeah, I like Hive. <laughs> I feel like Hive plays a bit quicker. Uh, Hive has a bit more... Uh, interesting decisions to be made, a lot of different moving pieces, whereas this is very much move straight. Uh, everything's very clear. Uh, the, the the few times I had losses, I definitely felt like, oh, God, if I would have just thought about that a little bit more, I probably could have seen that. Uh, but also, you know, I there were plenty of moves where you made, where it's just like if I would have thought about that more, I, I probably could have avoided that. And if I was playing against someone who didn't make those mistakes and I was someone playing who didn't make those mistakes I feel like this game would just go on too long because it's like no none of us wants to make the dreaded move right. or it, it it all comes down to like one pivotal moment and after that it kind of falls out from that and I, I, I don't know if I like a game like that where it, it builds up to one point and then that one decision kind of decides everything um, so I guess sure. I guess in talking that out I probably like chess a little bit more but uh <laughs> <laughs> Not too much. Uh, so if I had a, ch- I, I I own a chess set. 
Uh, and I don't think I'd ever... I mean, I can easily play this using a chess set or a checker set. It's not that hard. Right, uh, right. But, yeah, I don't think I'm ever going to teach someone this game. And I don't think anyone's going to be like, hey, I heard about this game, Ludus Latin Colorum. Uh, l- let's play it. I'd be like, eh, <laughs> eh let's, let's play chess instead. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I agree. I definitely would prefer to play a lot of other games that are old games, ancient games than this one. It's just too simple. So, I mean, I definitely think it's worth checking out as like a kind of, if you're really interested in like the, these ancient games and kind of how they develop over time, this one is a great one to feel like you are playing like a, a precursor game. So yes. this game, you know, lasted centuries and was developed and uh, changed into and diverted into several different types of games. So, um, it's kind of like Ur was to backgammon. This is clearly to chess and checkers and things like that. And so, in that sense, I really did enjoy it. Kind of feeling the history of it. And you know, uh, ancient humans are still pretty. We're pretty clever, <laughs> even in their game design. So it's kind of impressive in that sense. But um, all right, if you should choose to play this game, how would you take it out and uh, do that? So uh, it's going to be pretty easy. There's a lot of different versions of this game. Like Alex mentioned, you can just kind of use your existing like checker set or chess set. Um, Most bars tend to have a checkers or chess set. Right, exactly, yes. So you know, don't no need to tote this around even. You can just sort of like find it at the bar. Um, so there's really like <laughs> it's, it's how you want to carry it or play it depending on how you take it out. So real totability is just going to kind of be a wide variable that um, it's hard to pin down because you can uh, play it in many different ways. But once you get it to the bar, you're going to set up a uh, board, just like we said, like a, basically a checkers or a chess board. And then you're going to have your pieces. These are going to be, I don't know, little flat glass pieces or wooden discs or whatever it is. And um, the board itself is just going to be between you two and away you go and you're off. So that is pretty much it. The only other thing that's going to happen is pieces are going to come off the board as they're captured, just like you might expect. And they'll be in a little pond next to the board, but that is uh, pretty much all you're going to have to do. So for port- for like playing out and about, um, <clears throat> this is a pretty great game. I mean, it is a good game. Yeah, I could see another reason why uh, these ancient games are were so popular is that people actually traveled with them so they were kind of the pinnacle of (laughs) takeout games and so um this definitely definitely it's taken out uh easily or is a good game to take out i guess uh vibe wise i think it's good there's definitely like a lot of you know thought put in your turns and your strategy but overall it still allows for conversation and i think uh you know a little bit of trash talking and so, I don't know. The vibe is actually not that bad. I started getting frustrated because I just got really annoyed at the game. But that wasn't uh, that wasn't anybody's fault. I was still, still enjoying it. But um, who it's for, who it's not for. The This is definitely a game uh, for people who have, like, the, the, the chess ilk. I'd say it's more complicated than checkers. So, there's definitely that um, strategic space orientation um interest as a gamer like for me these games i kind of fall flat for me in general like i never i played chess but i'd never been a huge fan of chess and um so i i you know i think there's gonna be a pretty strong line in the sand of who's gonna really like this and who's not um people who don't like it just you know just prefer not <laughs> these dense spatial um strategic games uh let's see can you think of any other ups or downs on this game i mean i think we've covered most of it I'm sorry. One second. I got to pause here. Alex or Isaac, I don't know. You're going to give me a second. I'm on my podcast, and I'll come find one for you in a minute. Go ahead. Honk, honk. Honk, honk. Buddy. I... Okay.
okay, real quick. All right. <laughs> anyway, um, sorry. Did you say ups or downs? Any other ups I, and downs? I, I said I think we've covered most of it. Okay. Yeah, that's fair enough. Um, okay. Uh, let's see. What a mess. Would your mom like it? No, I don't think she would like this at all. I think this is definitely not her game. And uh, yeah, I just feel I like I said. I just feel like this is. I, I get the sense that your mom is an a a straight up two player game usually, and this type of game um, is kind of like I think she's kind of like me, or she's kind of like yeah, I'll play it if you make me. But I'm not I don't. Rush to this game. I don't think she'd play this if you made her. <laughs> <laughs> she would feet firmly planted. She'd be like, no, why crossed. are we doing this? Stop this. <laughs> Stop forcing this at me. Get this away. Stop moving um, my hand to pick up these pieces and move them to these spaces. <laughs> Stop asking me if that's what I want to do every time you do it. Are you sure you want to do that? Are you sure you want to do that? Okay. <laughs> Excuse me. Um, yeah, so, I mean, this game, I think, is a good example of a very interesting historical piece game, at least for me, is how I kind of see it as a historical piece game. I think it's very interesting to play it as a historical point in time in gaming history but i kind of fell flat for me i just felt it was a little repetitive and uh i'd prefer a little more complicated rule set um and uh my ancient games i guess (laughs) yeah what is what is your synopsis of this game i mean i i I like the way you put it as it's just an interesting historical thing to play i i like that idea and i mean i enjoyed the first couple moves of it going Ooh, this is interesting it feels so similar to the other games sure uh, but past that i don't think there's much to it um it's it's just an interesting historical footnote is basically all it is yeah yeah so i mean check it out for that uh, for that reason <laughs> i think i mean like you said you could just look up the rules and please it with uh, probably um bo- <coughs> boards and pieces you already have um but uh you know other than that uh, look forward to our next ancient game in the series Yes. Um, all right, everybody. Well, let's see. How would, should we end this? I don't think we can lend a cor- Oh, I already forgot how to say it. Ludus. I don't know if we can rhyme that. Ludus Latrin Corum. Corum. You know, maybe maybe because it's uh, alliteration, we go alliteration. Well, there we go. All right. Uh, all right. So um, <coughs> uh, let's see. Ludus Ludicrous. Are we are we starting with are we are starting with Ludus Ludicrous? Yeah, we can start with Ludicrous, just straight Ludicrous, just Ludicrous, Ludicrous. Uh, let's see. All right, yeah, we should start with the we should start with the subject. <laughs> okay, um, uh, limes. I'm sorry. Did you say limes? Yes. <laughs> what? Stop questioning everything I say. I just want to make sure I heard you right. Uh, you said limes. You like did. with an M. Correct. As in the green, yes. the green citrus fruit. You got it. Ludicrous <laughs> limes. Is it a verb in that case? <laughs> no, no, no. I thought we were starting over. I was going to make a subject because you were so angry at that I started with ludicrous. Oh, I'm fine with ludicrous. <laughs> so outraged. Or maybe it's maybe it's like he's selling limes. I like that. Okay, so now now that I know how the center structure works, I can work from there. Ludicrous limes lose <laughs> little. Luster. <laughs> That's what I lose. Little luster. <coughs> um, l- like, like, letting, 
Lilliputians. Laugh. Longingly. Last. 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 Lintel moss. Okay, and with that, I'm assuming made up word, we're going to stop there. Yeah, it's a little Lilliputian holiday. Oh, lintel moss. All right, that's a pretty good one. That's a pretty good one. All right, well, there you go, everybody. A little treat for you. Ludicrous lines lose little luster like letting Lilliputians laugh longing last lintel moss. There we go. Yep. And... And now you know about ludicrous lines. Oh, yes. Um, <laughs> all right, everybody. Well, there you go. Uh, that's the <laughs> end of this podcast. And uh, you can get a hold of us in a couple of different ways. You can go to Twitter or Instagram at Chits and Chat. You can also go to our podcast hosting page, eavesdrop, com, and scroll down to the comment page on our page in that page. Page, 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 page. Uh, we'd love to hear from you. And uh, until next time, we will catch you on the next episode. Thanks for listening. Bye. <laughs>